UFC 257, Poirier versus McGregor. Stay tuned. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast, everybody. This is Fight Recap, UFC 257, McGregor versus Poirier. Not a bad impression, buddy. No. Not a bad one at all. What? what? So, uh, let's, let's get into it. Let's just let's just jump right into it. So, initial thoughts on the main event. Oh, man, I was so happy. Uh, one, I loved how everyone in the known universe, literally everyone, there's not a single person out there, who thought Dustin was going to win. Obviously, that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but if you went to any site, like Reddit or any of those, people were talking up, like, they can't wait for McGregor to win, blah, 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 blah. And, like, there was a handful of people who would be like, don't don't count Poirier out. Like, he... I'm guilty, too. I'm 100% guilty of it. Yeah. And then that performance was just textbook. It, it was it, brilliant. It was... Brilliant. Yeah. When he first... When McGregor came out, uh, his stance was different than he normally comes out. He was he was lead foot was heavy, and he was more boxing than he than he normally is. At least to his stance. And when he started taking those low calf kicks, I was like, ah. And then he started limping on it. It's like shit. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Poirier just classic like unloading against the fence, um, and he knocked him out. Knocked him out. Knocked him out. See, we were talking about this lead up. I was less nervous uh, than people were for Connor when it came to um, the layoff because the, of the, the ring rust. The, the, yeah, the main hurdle that people have to get over is the mental aspect of it, getting comfortable in there and whatnot. And he's usually so overly confident, or at least confident in his abilities, where he that doesn't really affect him. But uh, as we've seen time and time again, there's nothing that can replicate the real thing. And having only 40 seconds in the octagon in the last two years – is not enough time. And uh, Poirier's improved tremendously since their first fight. Clearly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think he needs to get back in there. Classic Conor McGregor losing, though. He takes it on the chin. He did. He did. Got to give him props. Yeah, he always does. And, um, yeah, I think he's going to work on that shit. I think the loss is going to make him want to come back uh, even even better and, and try to, I guess, focus on what he did wrong there. But, man. It's funny that you say that because uh, Dana White actually said relatively recently, I think, that when Conor fought Khabib, you could tell he wasn't him. Like, his mind just wasn't in it. Like, it, it, he was focusing on other things too much. And recently he was like, this is the Conor McGregor we're used to. Yeah. This is the Conor McGregor that's back. His mindset is 100% focused on fighting, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, it's just interesting because you're right. It's, a lot of it is a mindset. A yeah. lot of it is a mindset. But I guess ring rust is relatively true. But uh, another point that I want to throw out there, those shoulder strikes. Yeah. I thought that that was just a gimmick when he fought Cowboy. Not a gimmick because no. clearly it was effective. Yeah. But, like, they're in play. Yeah. And like, they they're... were kind of doing a, a tip for tat with that against the cage. Yeah. Talking shit. Yeah. And um, he just – he did not look – he looked good in the very beginning – um, the takedown, I think he gets, um, I don't know what it is, but I think he, uh, he got nervous after the takedown, whether he was going to get tired or, or, or what, but it just seemed to, to not be, uh, 
a good thing for him mentally. Yeah. Then he got the takedown. I mean, he got up, but uh, the low calf kicks definitely fucked him. They fucked him. He did uh, adjust and he started timing it. Yeah. He, he was catching them at the end, but the dam- it was too late. Yeah. The damage was done. Yeah. His leg was basically shut off. He couldn't even really walk on it after the fight. He's not one to, to play up shit like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, his timing was was um, shockingly good for not having been in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then again, there was also some strikes there that he would, in the past, normally have connected on. Like, he missed a couple big ones by, like, a fraction that I think if he had more time in there he would have connected yeah. he just looked kind of tense to me he he normally doesn't come out like that uh with his hands up maybe he was preparing for for dustin's boxing more so and wasn't expecting the low calf kick but uh he didn't look as loose as he normally does in there which he it, need it's weird because i think he is one of those guys where he the the abilities that he has it's it's like everyone has the ability to beat him more than I think people think he, they do. Yeah. But Connor, for Connor to win the fight, everything has to be going for him. Like, it doesn't really seem like Connor can be, like, losing the fight um, and then come back from, like, a spectacular come-from-behind finish. Like, he has to be 100% on with his style from kind of what I've seen. And if everything's not working properly, it just doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like, Dustin can get into a war, come back from getting battered and beaten, and win the fight. I don't I don't think Connor has that ability. I think he has to be 100% on the way that he, his style is. Watching fights with you is funny because normally, like, a lot of other people, you'll watch fights with them, and they'll be like, oh, man, that punch, that was a strong punch. Yeah. But, but watching a fight with you, you'll be like, oh, you see his back foot? It's tilted two degrees more than it normally is. This isn't... That's not a good look. Well, that's the, not. And but I'm learning to listen to you because a lot of times, yeah, it'll come into play. Or then the commentators will immediately turn around and be like, "Oh, that left foot is that just happened, recovering yeah. from. He's recovering from an injury, and that's why he's not standing quite right." And you're Coming just like, from zero training whatsoever, <laughs> just from watching fights for years. But it was funny because there was two fights where the calf kick turned the tide, in my opinion, and the yeah. one uh, was the fight three fights before that. And the guy, uh, Andrew Sanchez versus uh, uh, Meridoff. Yeah. Uh, Sanchez had this, like, karate-style stance. And one of the issues with that is when you take your your, your calf is pointed. Your I mean, your, your lead leg is basically your toes are pointed more inward. So when they throw a low calf kick, it's harder for you to, to turn it and check the kick with your shin. Yeah. Like you're supposed to. So when they throw that kick to the calf it's hitting all meat and that's what shuts your leg off so uh and connor kind of had the same thing uh even though he was in boxing stance he he kept catching it on the meat he didn't check any of the kicks and by the time guys realize i have to start checking kicks it's too it's almost too late yeah yeah uh it's not you can't take kicks to the calf like that like you can to the thigh for whatever reason, you just take more damage to the thigh, probably because it's bigger muscle or whatever. Makes sense. But we've seen fights before where guys take one kick to the calf and and they can't use it for a round or two rounds. It takes a while to either if it ever does wake back up. But yeah, man, I don't know. So now that that fight is done, I'm interested to see who Connor fights next. I wonder 
I think Chandler well, let's, fights. Let's, let's talk about the previous fight. Yeah. Let's talk about Dan Hooker and Michael Chandler because I'm sure that's going to be some of the names that are going to be thrown into this. Uh... Yeah. So I think Chandler fights Poirier okay. for the belt. They're going to strip Khabib if Khabib doesn't come back. Doesn't look like he's coming back. It doesn't. No. So Michael Chandler, a lot of question marks coming into the fight, right? People in the know know he's a beast. They know he's a he's a machine. A lot of people that are casual fans are like, oh, he's Bellator. He's subpar. You know, you could be the king of the of the mountain if the mountain's a molehill. Like, yeah, yeah. I knew enough to knew that this was going to be an exciting fight. I didn't know enough about him to know enough. You know what I mean? Like that was yeah, that was ridiculous. He's a savage. He's a so, savage. He's got great cardio, especially for somebody of his stature and his and the pace that he fights at. He hits like a tank. He, he didn't show his cardio tonight. Yeah. <laughs> he could wrestle his ass off and he can take a ton of damage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, eventually the damage thing is going to wear out. But um, he fought a guy that was, we know is tough. We know is top level. Taller, rangier, and he still got inside and cracked him with one shot. It took Dustin Poirier, I think, four rounds to do that. Yeah. Michael Chandler did it in two minutes and 31 seconds. Yeah, I'm hesitant to put labels on things like that, though, because different styles. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking shit. Yeah, yeah. Yep, just talking shit. <laughs> well, you're wrong. I'm bad at math, and <laughs> math doesn't even make sense. So two negatives make a positive. <laughs> two minutes and 31 seconds is greater than four rounds. Exactly. So uh, that was a huge, huge statement. Oh, no, it was... Yeah, and he covered himself at the end because he called out McGregor, and then he was like, fuck, what if McGregor loses? I'll call out Poirier. Uh, Well, in case that doesn't work out, Khabib, (laughs) what are you doing? Anyone. Call out everybody. Anyone? Anyone? Call out everybody. Poor poor Justin Gage is out there being like, yo, what the hell? Chandler's a fucking beast, though. Clearly still has it. Clearly still, I don't know if he's still in his prime, but he goddamn looked it. He did. Um, It's just, it's interesting because it was such a competitive uh, weight class to begin with and all of a sudden throwing like a new guy in there yeah it's it's like holy holy See, god him chandler versus poirier is a very interesting fight i do i would not like connor in the chandler fight because if chandler can pressure and i mean connor's very accurate but chandler can take a shot yeah and he hits like a mule so i don't think connor could take too many of those not many people can but the uh, the Dustin versus Chandler fight, I mean, if both of those guys start slugging it out, I think um, in a strict gunfight, I think that Poirier goes down. Oh. Because I think Chandler hits harder. I think Chandler can take more damage and recover better. And we've seen Poirier get knocked out for it. I mean, we've seen Chandler get stopped before. But I just think that in that gunfight, Chandler wins. And especially since Chandler is a better wrestler, he doesn't have to – I don't think he's going to be as worried about getting taken down. So he can be a little bit more free on the feet. That's interesting. Yeah, that's a what? very interesting fight. But oh. that fight should be for the title. Okay. That fight right there should be for the title. Do you think, and this is an open-ended question. I don't feel one way or the other, really. But do you think it's fair to the rest of the league if someone who has never competed in the UFC before gets one fight and then fights for the belt? 100%. Okay. 100%. Because... Uh, what was Dan Hooker? What was Dan Hooker ranked? Seventh. Um, let's take him in here. Uh, 
Oh, Jesus. Come on. Come on While bro. he's looking this up, I'm going to remind you guys to go to BroDownPro.com. We have a whole bunch of cool bro-ass stuff, including more podcasts, uh, T-shirts, hoodies, backpacks, whatever your heart desires. BroDownPro.com. You can also submit questions in a little search box thingamajiggy, or you can do uh, right, recommend right. topics for our What Do You Got segments, which comes out on Thursdays. I'm just going to continue to talk. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know where it is here. For <laughs> the UFC's got it. Okay, number, number six. six. Number six. He's ranked number six, right? Yeah. You come in as a high prospect uh, against Dan Hooker. Um, everyone's questioning you, and you have a, a – this wasn't a long, drawn-out fight. No, no. He came in. He it knocked was him out. It was one side. And it was basically like, this is what I've been telling you. So right now, he's on fire. Yeah. Co-main event. He's on fire. He's on fire. Co-main event of a Conor McGregor card. More eyes on him than he's ever going to get. And he has that kind of a performance against a, almost a top five guy. Yeah. I mean, and to be to back up your point, I mean, realistically, who else do you put in there? Because Gagey can't do it again. It, yeah, would, have to be Poirier. Yeah. it would have to be Poirier. We just saw uh, McGregor lose to him, so it can't be McGregor. Who, I wonder who's fifth. So here's the thing. Tony Ferguson... Lost to lost to Gaethje. Yeah, Gaethje lost to Khabib. So those two right there, their their stock is not up for the title. They're out the, the title right now. Um, you have Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier. I'm assuming they're both in the top five. I'm not looking at the stats because I don't want to navigate the UFC website. It's terrible. <laughs> um, so right there, uh, as far as going by the the numbers of the rankings, I'm not a huge fan of sticking to that specifically. But right now, I mean, if anything, he took what Dan Hooker had, which means he should be ranked sixth. Yeah. If anything. Yeah. Because we know that the rankings mean things. I'm yeah. <laughs> oh, but I mean, he's ranked. No, no, sixth, no. It, it is a just, va- it's a valid point. Yeah. And we it's just fired point. off that McGregor, uh, Gaethje, and uh, Tony Ferguson are they're out they're out of the conversation. Yeah, they're out now. of the conversation right now until they string something together. Yeah. So. Right there, you took three of the guys that were above him out. So now that puts him at number three. Yeah. You're not far off now. No, you're not. So that is the fight to make. Yeah, I agree. That is the fight to make. I'm talked into it. Yeah. Okay, so a couple other things real quick. Uh, The one fight that we had on the card, it was uh, Herb Dean. For the Marina Rodriguez versus Amanda Ribas. Ribas. Ribas? Yeah. So – there was a little bit, a little bit of controversy. A little bit, a little bit, where uh, Rodriguez was the huge underdog, plus eight fifty at the time. I think it was like plus eight thirty. Yeah, something, something like that. So, that's crazy. Yeah. So eight hundred thirty dollars for a hundred dollar bet. Whoever won, whoever bet her, uh, uh, bet on hers is having a good time tonight. Oh, great. Whoever guy. was the guy that put down the five grand for Dan Hooker to win? Sorry, buddy. Is getting yelled at by his wife. But getting divorced. Yeah, probably. But um yeah, so uh Rodriguez versus Rebus, uh Herb Dean kind of stepped in and like it looked like he almost tripped, like yeah. he lost his balance, and he kind of brushed her or tried to avoid brushing her. She thought the fight was over, runs away, Rebus stands up and Herb Part of the issue I had with it was Herb <laughs> wasn't audibly saying I didn't stop the fight. Like he knew that he should, she yeah. Like, now that I have time to think about it, he knew that she thought that he stopped the fight, but he didn't. And he should I, – I think he should have said it because it's not like he just stood back and wasn't involved. He knew that it was kind of like he was kind of entangled. Yeah. And she yeah. probably thought he touched her and said, stop 
fighting. It was his fault. So he should have said, like, the fight's not over. The fight's not over. And he kind of didn't. He just looked like, I didn't stop him. I didn't stop the fight. <laughs> yeah, no, this, that was definitely a, uh, a boo-boo on his, on his part. Yeah, it was a twofer. I mean, it Herb Dean's the best in the business, so it's, it's hard to pick out the, the, the couple flaws that he's had. Yeah. yeah. But that was one of them. Was, number one, he, he kind of fell on them, honest mistake. But I think that because of that, because he knew that he accidentally maybe caused some confusion, he should have, he should have specified that he did not stop the fight audibly. I think, thank God, all's well that ends well, because she got a second knockout yeah. seconds, literally seconds later. So thank God it went that way. Yeah. But it it definitely was a mistake. And you're right, he should have he should have at least said something. But sometimes you just get caught up in your own head. Yeah. But he's he's a ref. He yeah. Should, he should it know sucks, better. man. You have split it's, it's, seconds. Yeah. It's split yeah, seconds, split seconds to make to make decisions. And last but not least. There was a gentleman who was cut from the UFC for violating the safety procedures of the UFC. Apparently had somebody sneak uh, his his cornermen or his team, remove their wristbands, and they gave them to another guy. That guy went up in the hotel, wasn't supposed to be there, and then like scaled across the balconies and then delivered a bag in the hotel room. Uh, that's more concerning than just getting your buddy in to see the fight. I don't yeah. know what the fuck that was. That is a crazy st- – I didn't really read too much into it. I just knew a guy was cut. Yeah. So I didn't hear that whole part of it, but that is ridiculous. Yeah. Why? I want to know what was in the bag. I want to know what was in the bag. I want to know what was so important because you got you to gotta have to know that you're putting yourself on the line here yeah. to do this. So what is so important that you're willing to risk a fight at UFC 257? You, you flew all the way to Abu Dhabi. You went through all the hurdles. You spent months training. What is in the goddamn bag that is so important that you're going to risk all that? How are you going to get fired on your day off? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. That, but real, qu- real quick. It's crazy. Did you hear that USADA changed their minds on marijuana? Which, you know what? I'm so glad they did that. Me too. But at the same time, what the fuck took you so long? How many fucking careers have you fucked up and ruined? They suspended Nick Diaz for two years. Yeah. I think two years for pot. Yeah. And then they're like, never, never mind. Well, part of it, didn't he just announce that he was coming back? I think they, I don't know. You can never tell with those guys. Yeah. I think it was like hinted at or something along those lines. It's been hinted lines. at for like six years. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. But the big theory is that he started hinting at it and you started, I was like, all right. You're coming back. Weed's fine now. Yeah, weed's good now. It's so I, fucked up. I, I agree with you. The frustration's definitely there, but I don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth. No, I'm glad that let's, it's not. Yeah. I'm let, glad that it's not. Let's let these fighters have a good time at night. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, just the last thought on that. There was a... Fucking cold. There, there was a thing <laughs> so that Chael Sonnen said, your favorite person in the world. <laughs> Chael Sonnen uh, said that it's not, a, it's not a drug test and it's not a steroid test. It's, it's a performance-enhancing test right it's it's basically like anything that's enhanced your performance but that's a tricky thing because why would you take anything that doesn't enhance your performance everything enhances your performance that an athlete takes right you're gonna take you're gonna eat foods that enhance your performance it's just you the level. Are, you and i are i it's too late at night for i know to get into this discussion but it's just funny because the the weed thing it's like yeah it does enhance your performance but you're not allowed to be high. When you t- just too much bullshit. Just let the fucking weed be legal. Just let the weed be legal. It's a victory. 
<laughs> it's victory. We'll, we'll take, take it. it. All right, guys. Let us know in the comments down below what you thought about tonight's fights. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Hit the little bell notification so you get all of our podcasts. And we're out this bitch. We're out this bitch. Peace out. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all